In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Brothers and sisters, I'll tell you a story. When I was in third grade, I don't remember what was said, but I, my teacher said something, told us to do something, and I raised my hand in front of the class and I said, teacher, why do we have to do this? And she looked at me, she was annoyed, visibly annoyed, and she looked at me and she said, because I told you to. And I have not forgotten that, not because I'm bitter or anything like that, but because it kind of stuck with me in this visceral way. I just remember feeling, not obviously being able to put the words together, I was in third grade, but feeling that was really an ugly response. That was not a healthy response to give to somebody. I didn't think those words, obviously, but I remember like, distinctly feeling that way. Why? Because I came out of that thinking, okay, I just have to do what the teacher says because it's the teacher that's saying it. I have to do what I'm told just because I'm told to do it. There's no real reason behind it. There's nothing for me in this thing. I just have to do it because this is what I'm being told. That was a formative moment in my upbringing, which was not good in that way. And unfortunately, I think we tend to see that a lot. Why would the teacher why would a parent, why would a priest, why would anybody in any position of authority tell another person that's subject to them, do this because I said so and I don't, I'm not giving you the reasons behind it. Why? Because it's easier. Do without to just simply command authority and to get people to do what we want them to do without having, them, without having to take the time from our day to patiently explain to them the reasons why these things are good. I think this is what it's kind of at the heart of the gospel reading today and really all the context that goes into this tense situation between Jesus and the Pharisees and that the circumstances that Jesus is constantly dealing with the religious authorities of his day, Jesus and the religious authorities of his day take different approaches to the law. In this instance, the law that's being kind of exercised here is the third commandment. You must not work, you must rest on the Lord's day. The Lord's day is holy and you must rest, you must not work. And so how do you keep that law? Well, over the hundreds of years, since the time of Moses up until the time of Jesus, probably like 1,300 years, that law is interpreted and it's strengthened and laws are added to that to put a boundary on it to make sure that it's kept. And so it became so strenuous that people were not allowed to, like in the gospel reading that we read, they were not allowed to pluck heads of grain just to eat. They had laws back then that said you can only walk outside of your house on the Sabbath day 1,000 feet away from your house. And so they'd have markers where they would mark it 1,000 feet outside of their house and they would be able to walk up to that mark but not any further because the, that would be breaking the third commandment. The whole point of this is to say that whether it's religious authority or if it's civil authority or if it's domestic authority by a father or a mother or any other authority, the exercise of the law, once it becomes arbitrary, once it becomes authority, becomes authority for the sake of authority, 
It ruins the people that are subject to that authority. It ruins their humanity and the freedom for which God created every single one of us and the freedom for which we must be formed through patience and through good teaching. This is why in the Old Testament, in the prophet Isaiah, God says to the religious authorities of those days, and this is obviously a constant issue with any authority figure, God says, I set you up as shepherds to shepherd my people, but you have become wolves which eat my people. So authority in this way is powerful, but it's also a burden. It's a burden because it's a responsibility, and it's a responsibility that God gives us over the people whom he has made subject to us so that we can teach patiently these people the purpose of the law. Jesus ends up crucified because of his interpretation of the law. In the gospel reading today, he says, he responds to the Pharisees, if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. This is from the Old Testament, it's from the Psalms. God says it in the Old Testament. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. Jesus' interpretation of the purpose of the law, of the purpose of, the, of rules in general, the whole understanding of authority, Jesus' interpretation is a primacy of mercy, a primacy of patience, a primacy of compassion, a primacy of teaching. The law is supposed to serve as a teacher, not as a weapon to be blunted over the head of anybody who is under that authority. For the Pharisees and the religious authorities of the, in the day of Christ, and even the civil authorities in the day of Christ, the interpretation of the law is a primacy of the law. Now, what does that mean for you and I? Every one of us, for the most part, have some level of authority over another person. Whether that's, in my case, a priest, or in your case, a father or a mother, or maybe an owner of a business, or maybe a teacher in a school, or any level of authority, whatever it is, an older brother, an older sister, whatever it is, a counselor, a mentor, anything. Laws are good. The laws of God are good. The Catholic Church has all kinds of laws, and they're good, but there's reason behind them. They should never be arbitrary. We should never teach our kids do this because I said so. Listen to me because I'm your, whatever, father, mother, or whatever it is. Do this because of my authority over you. All that does is break the spirit, the human spirit of the person who is under your care and brings upon you the authority of God. And none of us wants that. When we have a responsibility from God over another person, it is supposed to be exercised with great patience and great care and great time spent so that we can use the authority that we have simply to teach, to accompany these people and therefore to elevate them. That is the purpose of being a father, to teach children to be good people, not to force them into being good people. That is the purpose of being a mother, to teach through nurture how to be a good person and not force them to be a good person so that they don't annoy us. That is the whole purpose of 
the priesthood, the teaching office of the priesthood. It is to teach the church how to be Christian and how to find the freedom that the Spirit of God has freed us with in Christ. It is for teaching. It is never just to break people down into submission. You break people into submission, you break people. That's the point. God's exercise of his authority over us is that of a very good, infinitely loving father. That's why I haven't been struck, by, struck down by lightning yet. That's why you haven't been punished by God excessively, even though you and I both saw not to be. God is extraordinarily patient with us and compassionate because he uses the law not to beat it over our heads ever. And never does God say, do this because I said so. He does it, he exercises the law, the rules of the church, the rules of the gospel over us only to teach us. This is why Jesus in the New Testament says, this is in the Gospel of John, says, similar to I desire mercy and not sacrifice in this gospel reading, in John he says, a new law I give to you, love one another as I have loved you. The new law of the New Testament of Christ is the law of love, and that is the law that is prior to all the other laws. The law of love, the law of patience, the law of mercy is the law that informs every other law, without which every other law is merely arbitrary and merely authoritative and therefore damaging to anybody who is under it. Brothers and sisters, let us ask God for the grace if he has given us responsibility, let us ask him for the grace to exercise it the way that he exercises his own authority over us, because our authority on earth is merely a mirror of his authority in heaven, and it's supposed to be the same in kind. Amen.